0: This this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my
1: authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts. David Garofalo.
0: I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic. A monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Oh, uh, yeah. Light him
2: up, light him up, light him up. Introducing Chuck Morrison right here, our radio producer. My co-host for the first few minutes of the show, Thank David you. Garofalo, Thank you. Uh, I'm Mr. Jonathan, and we are back live from undisclosed, the future. Undisclosed location. I have it in my notes oh, right here. Okay. You let me do my thing? All right, go ahead. You have the red part. All right. We are at a undisclosed location somewhere hidden in the heart of Massachusetts, and this week, it's Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. We're giving away
3: a DeLorean, a DM-12. Welcome. Five speed. It's a five-speed. This is the real one. They only made so many of the regular, but this is the five-speed. This is the real special. I heard it was
2: nine hundred. That one tenth
3: of 9, the DMCs. 000. Oh, nine hundred. Where okay. the five-speed and the rest were automatics. That's 10, what I heard. It's pretty cool, anyway. We're at an undisclosed location. Virgin in every you way. Know, absolutely. You listen to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., or perhaps the world that always broadcasts on location. This week, the undisclosed location. It has to be undisclosed. Someone
2: discloses it
3: during the show. Usually at some somebody point, does, but someone lets right now it's bag. undisclosed. And the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist on it. 400 people are going to be smoking cigars behind it's us insanity. momentarily. Uh, catch us on one of the seven radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or tune in to the cigarauthority.com, or watch us live, or catch the podcast on demand anytime simply by finding us on iTunes, setting it, and forgetting it. And don't forget our friends. At the Cigar Station, which is the com, replaying <laughs> our show
2: twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. That's, that's
3: usually not on the but you right? like to say it. And so. I say it. Yeah. Wow. My job's not did. that wow. easy, is it?
4: It is. He actually You're, just made it look real easy. He <laughs> yeah. did.
3: Well, you know what he did? He read it straight off the thing, and I oh.
2: ad lib through the whole thing, which <laughs> yeah. is why I don't have it memorized. All right, so we're going to cut our cigars. Uh, what I did was I brought some Atabase for the staff after we were done setting up. We got a chance to celebrate,
3: and you smoked yours, and I saved mine, and I saved one uh, for Chuck because uh, I'm a gentleman. Those that are watching on uh, the video portion of this, Rudy, uh, <laughs> because this is normally not the Saturday, this is the, uh, um, the live um, doing of it. What I like to do at an event like this where we have 16 different manufacturers highlighting the best cigars that they have is I like to take the band off it, not to insult anybody else Yes, that's there. So i take the band off this. So those that are watching, uh, Rudy, can see the exact cigar I chose to smoke uh, to highlight uh, the beginning of the many cigars I will be smoking tonight. Fair enough. Um, and uh, you are smoking uh i smoke
2: Atabay, which... Uh... I'm not taking the band off. I want everyone to know what I'm smoking. Good,
3: good.
4: How are you cutting, said Atabay?
2: Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my Perdomo cutter because while everyone else was raising their prices, Perdomo cut out the S-chip tax. That's what they do. They stand for quality, excellence, and price.
3: And comfort. Oh, it was so it's close. all to... so
2: close to saying comfort.
3: <laughs> at Bernie and Phil's. So uh, this is weird. I get to cut my cigar first and... You did not read the text, which I normally do. Because you didn't have it. I just realized I have nothing. I gave you everything in advance. (laughs) Everything I said. Not the reading. All right, but you do it anyway. I did it. uh, This is uh, Predomo Cutting. Nick Predomo will be here along with 15 other manufacturers. I think Nick's sitting over there. Can we see him behind... we have them scattered out. They're not going to all be sitting out. together. We have them spread out so that they don't all sit together and talk with each other. Well, don't be we, afraid but, to use the ashtray, But they get, Thanks, to, they get to talk with, amongst themselves with the cigar fans that are uh, attending. 400 cigar fans. Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. We've done this uh, since our 8th anniversary, so this is the 20th anniversary. You're jumping of our, ahead of the
2: show notes here. We have to light our hey, cigar. Hey, only got
4: limited time, man. Uh, I don't care. Yeah,
2: it's my show now. All right, we're going to light our cigar. Go ahead. We're going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Cyclone. Uh, Chuck has told the story several times about how his lighter went through the washer and dryer, and now mine has as well. Yes. They both light up every single time. In
3: fact, I'm using Chuck's right now. Dave is using mine because he came with no tools. I did come with one, but I didn't come with the Vertigo. I have uh, something by the podium where I'll be up there uh, talking most of the night. But uh, this will be one of the cigars I'll enjoy tonight because... This is before all the craziness happens. This is the calm before the storm. And the storm is going to happen at the end of this telecast, five minutes before it's over. You're going to see 400 people burst through here like something's going on. Because something's going on. something's going on, baby.
2: (laughs) All right, so just a quick rundown of who we've got coming to the event today. We have Jose Dominguez and Scott Weeks from Recluse Cigars. We have Eric Hansen from Hammer & Sickle Cigars and Vodka. Yes. We have Stephen Adib from Via Havana. Christian Aroa is here for both CLE and Aroa Cigars. We have Dave Topper representing uh, Alec Bradley. Yep. We have Ernesto Perez Carrillo from EPC Cigars. Yes. We have Patrick Hurd from the new Psycho 7, which not a lot of people have heard about. Right. I'll be curious to smoke that cigar (coughs) on the show and see what you guys think of it. I've smoked it several times. It's very good. Uh, Nick Perdomo from none other than Perdomo Cigars. Tom, Tom Reiner will be representing Davidoff. David Bullock is standing in for Nish Patel, who is standing in for Rocky Patel yeah. for Rocky Patel Cigars. <laughs> oh, yes, man, Tom right. Lazuka from Asylum. This
3: is the last-minute stuff. Oh, so-and-so was right. stuck so-and-so. Yeah. In, uh, I think in Germany or something. Something. Wow. Yeah.
2: Uh, Orlando Padron from Padron. Lito Gomez from La Florida Minicana, Nice. Nelson Alfonso from Atabate Byron. And the new Bandolero Cigars, which people will be smoking for the very first time tonight. Right. Eric Newman from Diamond Crown. And David Lafferty. Filling in for Steve Sarka, who had originally agreed to come, but he is now retired. Right. And then um, it was uh, Jose Blanco who was going to come and represent CYB. He is yeah. now retired. Right. David Lafferty <laughs> has not
3: retired as far so, as we so know. So he's coming, right. So we expect that he will be showing up. And from Cigar Journal Magazine, Colin Ganley Colin is here. Colin Ganley, and I he's saw already him. here, so you'll get him on whenever you're You know ready what to-
2: we should do? We should pull Colin Ganley on once you leave. We can do the Alec Bradley segment with him because he can compete against Chuck. Ah, ah. For the American classic, this day in American classic so history. So,
3: he probably so, knows his stuff. He's the, let's, uh, he's the editor of the magazine, and uh, he will know what he's talking about. So, before we do that, I've got gonna... there wagering going on here? Because I would like to <laughs> wager on Colin to win. Colin oh, for the win. You're going to go Colin for the win. If there's wagering. If so, there...
2: I, in preparing for the show, because I'm going to be interviewing 17 or 18 people, so I needed to come up with questions that I could move from person to person... Yes. And I didn't want to ask a question like, when you're not smoking your cigars, who cigar are you smoking? Because I thought that might hurt some biggest Richards in the room. Yes. And, and someone else may get their name mentioned, someone else may not. So to keep it fair, uh, I'm the first question I'm going to ask you is, what was your first job in cigars? I know the answer. Most of us know the answer from listening to the show. But your first job, David Garofalo, what
3: was it? In that's, the cigar business? Yes, yeah, in the cigar business. I opened Two Guys Smoke Shop. Tw- Absolutely. 28 years ago. Hang on a second. I've been waiting oh, a couple don't, years don't to do this. Don't touch Whoa. that bell. Oh, that's don't, my, don't touch that, that bell. That is
2: my bell for this show. World's Gone Crazy. World's, World's Gone, gone crazy, crazy. band is here.
3: Uh,
2: if you were not in the cigar world, what would you be doing right now? And you can't say disc jockeying. you got to pick a different profession.
3: I would be dressing up and getting ready to come to this event.
2: There you go. <laughs> because Good if answer. I didn't
5: own
3: it, I would be coming here. All right. What is your dream car—the car that you've always wanted to drive? It would be a DeLorean. That right. would be the dream. He's awesome. And the, and the better dream of that would be to love the car you have and then to give it away one day to yeah. somebody you may not even know. Just for the record, that'll be tonight. Mine is the Model A. Model I A would Ford. Like,
2: i would like to own a Model A someday. Pimp it out. Maybe lower it a little bit. Put the hydraulics in. Yeah. just Bump Dr. Dre down the road. All right, the Model A. Uh, what is the most you would ever? spend on a celebratory cigar?
3: I've spent three. Not the most you have. What's the most you would? Would. Well I wouldn't have thought I would have smoked spent three hundred, but once somebody said it is three hundred, I said I'll smoke three hundred. Ma's here, step in, you're on TV. My mother Angela, she's on TV. (laughs) You can hear her about as well as she can hear. No swearing, you're on you're on the radio. No (laughs) swearing. (laughs) What's the question? This is what this is what well, drives the, me crazy because she knows that we do a radio show. <laughs> yep. So and the, she still she, comes up and so asks she's about looking. To... We made the almanac up. This is like um, in Back to the Future. No, no. So in Back to the Future, they have an almanac that tells you um, in the movie of what was going to uh, in advance who was going to win, and this is how Biff got his millions of dollars because he was. So we made our own almanac of 2025. And as we're looking at celebrating our 40th anniversary, remember this is our 28th, our 40th anniversary, 100 smoke shops across America and still growing. Nice. And... At the anniversary party, one lucky customer will win their very own two-guy smoke shop. Which is the only logical place that we could go because we keep getting bigger and better as to what we're giving away. So that is our 40th anniversary, which is in 2025.
2: Now, let's not go through the entire magazine because this is part of my fill for when I can't get people All right. up. Yeah. Okay. I know who I'm
4: betting on in the 2022 Olympics, by the way, to win the most golds,
3: <laughs> thanks to that almanac. There we go. <laughs> This is what happened. Like, she knows that this seven we're, radio stations. Literally, all the radio broadcasting right live. now, Mrs. G. <laughs> this is live. Oh, i you no, can you're talk not. all you want. You can talk all you want. But just, <laughs> no. just so you know, we're on seven radio stations in television right now, and, and there she is. And because because this show ends up She's being. Third uh, cocktail in is what's going on. That here. is what's Third going on. cocktail? How many cocktails? No. How many? Don't lie. None? Yeah. I mean, not, not true. <laughs> <laughs> Not. True. she used to see if I was drinking. Now I go to see if she is drinking. Well, which I, which I would
2: imagine that the, uh, the answer is always in the affirmative. I can't hear you. So what's interesting, folks that are listening, because I don't want to just be standing here talking behind everybody here. So because this is a little window into Two Guys Smoke Shop, which happens to be a window into David Garofalo, some things that you need to understand about what goes on in his life. We get here. We get
3: set up. We're here. Mr. Jonathan is Clark. here. He's not. I'm right here. 28
6: years.
2: <laughs> Mr.
3: Jonathan is here. He's here. here. Back from going away and coming back. You know, I'm going to hand it over. I'm going to hand my headphones over. Hand I it enough. over. You may as well. So you end up doing it. Make sure you bring Colin on. I'll bring Colin on. Here we go. All right. Formerly
2: known as the guy from La Florida Dominicana who we're not really sure what's going on with you because you 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 have you neither confirm nor deny everything. So what? <laughs> it, can you confirm anything yet? Uh, I know I've been the international man
6: of mystery, another title for myself.
2: You always uh, steal my titles. But in the uh, in
6: the past two months, I have uh, just recently been promoted to uh, vice president of sales, so I know oh. our me going away thing Congratulations. has turned into... Appreciate it. Thank you. Has turned into me staying uh, in my area, living-wise, but has turned into me getting on a plane every Monday and flying back every Saturday.
2: Oh, wow. That's an awful lot of travel. Up in the air. That is... <laughs> Well played. All right. So I've got a few questions I want to ask you. What was your first job in cigars, John Carney? Wow. First job in cigars. I worked for a small cigar retailer,
6: which is no longer around, uh, named Havana Sensation down in Orlando, Florida, actually. I worked as uh, as everything, actually, there. I got paid in beer and cigars. Fair really? enough. Really?
2: Yeah. If you currently were not working in the cigar world, what would you be doing as a career?
6: Uh, I'd be in the restaurant business. That was my background originally. My family is still currently involved in it.
2: Um, hopefully, that I don't ever have to go back to that. If you had to pick a dream car and you can't pick the DeLorean, it's already been picked. <laughs> what would you pick as your dream car? Wow a Ferrari Enzo.
6: Nice. Nice pick.
4: Wow. Nice right pick. red.
2: I would pick the uh, Mini Cooper. That would be the ideal dream car for me. That's the one that I want. The standard version or the S? Well, obviously, the S. Okay. I would assume that the S means more speed, more I, I, power, more everything. I thought it meant super. Okay, I'll take super. That's what I want. And what is the most you would ever spend on a celebratory cigar? You can name names if you want, however you want to play it. $5,000. Wow. You would spend $5,000 on one cigar?
6: Absolutely. Pre-embargo Cubans. When I first started smoking, uh, when I lived in Florida, one of the shops we were at had a uh, pre-embargo area, and there was one in there that was $5,000. Really? That
2: would be my ultimate celebratory cigar. cigar. So if you were going to celebrate something, you would just go drop five Gs. What kind of celebration would that be? Circumcision? <laughs> what? Like I mean, what? at this time in my life, I'll hopefully, you know, that I
6: don't have to deal with that type of situation. Uh, what type of celebration? You know, I mean, are you I married? Mean, is that matter? More than likely. I would be honest, realize then? that she was lying to you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not. She's not knocked up? <laughs> I mean, probably the 28th anniversary of uh, Two Guys. I Trump. would have to agree with that answer. <laughs> if I couldn't get my hands on an ataping. Oh, my goodness.
2: All right, well, because you've already taken part in the American, this day in American classic history, I have to boot you and bring in Colin Ganley. So uh, if we could get Colin Ganley to please step <laughs> on up. Let's get ready to rumble. He knows it. He knows it, man. He listens to the show. A little bit of
6: feedback. I missed it a couple of times the last you went so week. So loud. I apologize.
2: so All right, here we go. John DeCarney, so gonna... thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. It.
6: Congratulations to everything, and uh, we appreciate all the support. And uh, this is a celebration of you guys tonight, so let's have some fun. Awesome, nice. man. Passing off the
2: mic, yeah, man. Yeah, we've got Colin Ganley from uh, the Cigar Journal. Step right up. There's the camera. There You're on see camera, yourself
7: bro. On TV. Oh wow, I didn't realize this was video.
2: Oh, video, audio. It's radio. It's web. It's everything. Fantastic. So, how are you? I'm doing great. All right. So, what exact what is your your official title I'm at the, uh, Cigar Journal? I'm the chief editor at Cigar Journal. So you have to read everything before it goes to print. Basically, yeah. Are you the chief reader. spell checker? Is that what's going
7: on? <laughs> no, don't blame me for any misspellings you see in the magazine. But uh, yeah. I wouldn't
2: be able to catch them. That's the problem.
7: <laughs> I'm not a great speller myself. Fantastic. No, it's it's brilliant to be up here in New Hampshire, to be honest. It's, uh, I live in Nicaragua right now where you never need to put on a sweater.
2: You live in Nicaragua.
7: Yeah. By choice. By choice. Down on the Pacific coast and it's uh it 's a beautiful place to live I love it we 've got volcanoes and lobsters and all kinds of cool stuff surrounding us, but nothing beats getting up in some cool weather and just feeling that crisp air you yeah
2: know? so is cigar generally your first foray into the cigar world?
7: It is yeah, so if I wow. were to ask you what your first job at cigars was, this is it well, sort of i mean what i how it really started was i was um I was a student I was working on uh, my master 's degree and I was running out of money, and so I was looking for ways to make money. I loved cigars. So I thought, well, I wonder if a cigar magazine would take uh, submissions, you know, if I could sell them an article. Sure. And I thought, there's no way they'd do
2: this, but if they would, how cool would that be? Very cool. That was my first job in cigars. So Very that cool. you sold uh, articles to a magazine, probably yep. should remain nameless, because unless it was the Cigar Journal. It actually was the, the Cigar Journal. Outstanding. Yep. So you went from wow. being just a guy pitching articles back yep. and forth. I'm yep. sure they turned you down some and took some and. Yeah. Then you now you're the editor in chief.
7: Yeah. When was that? When did you start submitting articles? That was probably about two thousand three, wow. two thousand
2: four. So if you weren't working for Cigar Journal, yeah, would you still be writing about cigars, Ooh. or what would you what would you what would your choice uh, occupation be?
7: Man, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, mm, it's always it's always fun to play with cigars. Fair i mean, I'd, I'd love to find something in cigars.
2: Do you have a dream car?
7: Dream car. You know, I heard you guys talking about this before. You I, had a chance to be able to think <laughs> about it, Joe. So what do we got? I couldn't come up with anything. Maybe, uh, maybe one of those brand new, because uh, in Nicaragua you really need an SUV. Ah, um, there you go. Maybe one of those, um, the brand new Mercedes G, uh, G-Classes. Oh, with nice. With like 600 horsepower. It's
2: funny that you say that with four-wheel drive, because my dream car would be the Jeep Wrangler. Nice. Raised up like two feet, <laughs> huge monster truck tires yeah. so I could just go mudding everywhere. That's what I would want. It's the same thing. Basically what, the same thing. Colin, what is the most, before we get into the next segment here, what, what is the most you would ever spend on a celebratory cigar?
7: A celebratory cigar. On a single cigar? Mm. I, I've, I've spent 100, bu- or 100 pounds before, so about $200. Holy smokes. That would be pretty rare, but I have done it.
2: All right. Nice. 100 pounds. Player. It sounds heavy. (laughs) All right, so what we're going to do, we have a segment that we do for uh, Alec Bradley, and it's a little contest. Do you mind playing a contest with us? I love it. All right, so it's called This Day in American Classic History, and uh, it's brought to you by Alec Bradley Cigars.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble!
2: You've heard of Epic Rap battles, and now it's time for the Epic Battle for this day in American Classic History. is looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole!
9: It's in the hole!
2: Versus Chuck.
9: Game over, man! Game over! Making
2: mountains move, Morrison.
9: Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you
2: by Alec Bradley. Warrior! Oh, yeah. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley, American classic cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today. With an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. All right, so today, September 25th, because this is the time warp episode, we're going back to the future, we're going forward, backwards, whatever. Instead of doing Saturday, we're doing today, Wednesday. So people listening on Saturday, don't be trying to Google this and think you're gonna come up with Saturday's answers. This is September 25th, right here. So born this day. Uh, I won last time, so I'm going to say Colin gets to go first. All right. Just for the record. Gentlemen, Lee, I like <laughs> it. All right. So born this day, Barbara Walters, American journalist, broadcaster, and author. Closest without going over Colin. She was born in 1935.
4: 1935? Wow. I was going to say 36, so I'm going to go with
2: 36. 36. <laughs> uh, you both fail. It was 1929. You both oh. went over. Boy, I love this. This is This is a great position to be in right here. All right, Michael Douglas, American actor and producer. Just won an award, in fact, I heard. Uh, what year was he born? What has he been in? Oh, I don't know. Give me something. <laughs> Michael you?
4: Douglas, uh, uh, 43. You're 1943, thinking,
2: Colin?
7: No, he was born. I'm going to go a little bit under my guess. I'm going to say 35.
2: All right, so you said 43, it was 1944. Wow. Chuck Morrison gets nice one. Thank point. you. That was a blind guess. Blind guess. All right. Cheryl Teagues, American model, actress. She was the first model to appear in three Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues. She also made the cover of People Magazine four times and did three covers of Time Magazine, most notably the All-American model. She She was was born this day. In 1954.
7: 1954.
2: I'm going to go 45. Going 45, Chuck Morrison, 1947.
7: Wow. Nicely done. All right, so Chuck has
2: two points.
4: I was just thinking, you know, this had to occur in the 80s. So you both have
2: names that begin with C, so I started off by putting C and C, and I wouldn't be able to tell you guys apart to rate your names. (laughs) Christopher Reeve, American actor. He died in 2004, most notably Superman. Thank you. Like it matters. Am I going first? (laughs) Um, No, it's Colin who's going first this time. He was
7: born in 1944. Ooh,
2: 1944 that's is his guess. A, that's a good guess. I'm going to guess uh, 48. 48 would be correct. <laughs> it's 1952. Wow, Colin, you got zip right now,
4: buddy. Colin, if you get it exactly correct, you get double points. You get two double points. points. So you're not you're not out of it.
7: You're not, not out, out of, of it. Right. Well, when I play at home, when I play along at home, <laughs> I do much better than. Oh,
2: me. I bet you do. Uh, American actor Will Smith is also a producer, a rapper. Uh, he's most notably known as uh, the Fresh Prince, played as an act with DJ Jazzy Jeff. I got it. Was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. 1972. 1972 is what Chuck says. 1968. 1968. Two points. Whoa! Over oh, Colin. He was born in 1968. Thanks, Thanks for the tip. Ah, uh, nice. man! Chuck, What are you doing? <laughs> 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 all right. This next one, I have no information on other than her name, which you all know <laughs> who she is. You know where you love her. Catherine Zeta-Jones was born today. In what year? Um,
7: Who goes first? Colin Colin goes first. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She must have been born in the early 60s. I'm going to say 61.
2: 61. I'm thinking way earlier. 40, 1940. Okay, that goes to Colin. We are now at a tie game, 1969. Wow. Died this day. Married to Michael Douglas, right? Married to Michael Douglas. I believe that is correct. Well, she was at one time. Uh, two th- uh, I almost said it. I almost oh! said it. Died this day, Don Adams, American actor and comedian, most notably Get Smart. He died this day. Uh, Thirty, 1930. 1930. He when he died? Correct. Thirty-one. When he, Thirty-one. When he died? Okay, he was 2005, which means Colin gets the point. <laughs> That's when he died. So Colin takes the lead. That was some at, strategy. At four. <laughs> And I did. I started with two thousand. I said, "I know." And I just totally spaced it. All right, we got we got two more. I didn't now. know who he was. Who
1: is
4: that?
7: Guy? I have no idea. Get
2: smart. How do you guys know? Well, when he said "get smart?
7: smart," I figured that I That was like in the '60s,
2: right? It was, yeah,
7: yeah. '60s show. I thought you were just ribbing us. Just uh, to get smart. Ground
2: <laughs> is broken for Fenway Park in Boston. Happened this day in American classic history. Ground is broken for Fenway Park in Boston. I My turn? It's Chuck.
4: Uh, ground is broken for Family Park in 19... Uh, 1903.
2: 1903? What, what say you, Colin? Uh, 1913. 1913. That means Chuck gets it because you went over by two. is was 1911. Ooh. So we have a tie game, 4-4. Four to four. This is officially the tie breaker. Tie, last question? Two Guys Smoke Shop opens its first location. It uh, goes to you, Colin. <laughs> this Can is I a layup on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Am I calculating? No pressure. Uh, this is a math test, isn't yeah, it? You got five seconds. No worries. Delicate wrapper on this Yeah. When they're five. Nineteen eighty five 1985 for two points. Boom! <laughs> Colin nice is the job. winner. Nice
7: job, Colin. Wow! Thanks for the layup at the end. I appreciate it.
2: My pleasure. Uh, so this day in American classic history is brought to you by Alec Bradley Cigars. Try an Alec Bradley cigar today. All right. Usually this is when Dave is talking. I almost forgot. <laughs> All right. So I got to take a quick look around the room. Colin, thank you so much for coming on. Thank I really you Colin. appreciate it. My pleasure. we going to try to grab someone else. I appreciate you Absolutely. coming.
7: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you. All right. So going down my list here and looking out in the audience, who do I see? We see a lot of people here, we my do friend. Do see a lot of people. Um, why don't we grab dave topper
4: dave topper dave Ta- now well, watch this check <laughs> this out i got a
2: microphone in my pocket go like this oh, <laughs> that's you know what, what that is i'm gonna call lito gomez i see him over there at the bar all right watch this lito gomez please <laughs> report to the cigar authority lito gomez i'm over here waving we want to do a quick interview with you, my, my man. <laughs> so Lito Gomez is on his way over. And you really did have a microphone a in your microphone pocket. I have a microphone in my pocket. I have two of them, actually, and I'm not just happy to see you, Chuck. All right, well, explains a lot. So Lito Gomez of Florida Minicana. Yeah, here he comes. He's coming over. He is most known for that unique hat that he wears. What do, you, what do you think his favorite car is? What's your prediction? Ooh. I'm saying, like, I'm saying Benz. I'm thinking he goes classic. He's like, getting a drink. He's literally taking his time. Yeah. He obviously doesn't realize we're doing a radio show This is the Cigar Authority. Seriously. All right. I mean, well, should we
4: do this? Should we go to break and we come back
2: from break? Let's do that. We'll come from back from break. Good idea, Chuck. All right. That's what we'll do. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Lito Gomez and uh, the rest of the who's who in the cigar industry. Uh, I coined the phrase cigar liberties," and Lito certainly is one of them. Here along with 400 cigar fanatics and someone tonight is going to win not just a DeLorean, They're going to win David Garofalo's Personal DeLorean. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
4: And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at the
10: CigarStation.com.
0: When you light a Davidoff
7: cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities time the time it takes to create a davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a davidoff cigar sometimes as much as 10 years the time it takes to hand pick hand roll and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary davidoff white band In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
4: Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. light easy and full your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors all finished with a trademark plume of smoke moscow city series from hammer and sickle live well
2: and we are back and i'm standing next to lito gomez probably the best dressed man in the, uh, in the event today, you've uh. you got a scarf going on, it looks like a seersucker shirt, I mean you're looking sharp, my thank man. Thank you,
9: thank you very much. I
2: imagine that the scarf is because you're not used to the chilly weather, so just in case... Uh,
9: you, you can imagine it, that, coming from Miami, of, yes.
2: a little bit of fashion, but also uh,
9: you're trying to keep yourself warm, so how are you? How are you? I'm doing wonderful, thank you, yes. Hello my pleasure. to all the listen, listeners of Cigar Authority. Yes, well thank yeah. you for
2: coming on, this is your first time on the show, right? Uh, yes. It is, well welcome. Uh, what was your first job?
9: in the cigar industry? Great
4: question.
2: Uh,
9: owner of La Flor Dominicana. Outstanding. <laughs>
2: that was your first job?
9: Yes, I, was went, I went straight, straight to own a little factory that I didn't know how to operate. Wow, okay? wow. And that I didn't know anything about tobacco other than what you guys know, which is smoking a cigar. You were a sure? consumer. Okay? Yeah, I didn't know anything. So I had to learn everything, everything. from scratch with a very small... And how the long ago factory was in then? the American Republic with four rollers. And uh, wow. that was the beginning of La Florida Dominicana 19 years ago, 1994. Wow. Unbelievable. It would have been our 20th anniversary next
1: year. Yeah. Congratulations. had you. not been
2: successful with La Florida Dominicana, what would you be doing today <laughs> had La Florida Dominicana not made it and you were doing something else? Do you have another career in
9: mind? I would probably be working in tobacco somehow. Oh, somehow. Yes. You yeah. like it that much? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you have a dream car? Dream car? Uh, yes. What would you,
2: What would that dream car be?
9: Ah, uh, my dream car, Ferrari. A Ferrari? Yes. Wow! Quick wow,
2: call. Mine would be an F six hundred and fifty, with the four wheel drive and a huge plow. That's big. It's I have big.
9: A, I, I have an F one hundred and fifty in the Dominican Republic, and it's and bi- it That's the best. American they are, car. they are very good. American truck. but I mean, I'd want
2: this. the big one so I could have the side plow. You're
9: insane. The front plow. You're, you're vicious.
2: <laughs> I, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even do plowing. I would just have it. I'd still use my snowblower, but I would want awesome. the F650 with all done up the way uh, the way it should be. <laughs> what is the most you would ever spend on a cigar for celebration?
9: Um, oh no, I, I whatever, whatever. If it was if it was very limited, very special. Um, uh, very unique, uh, whatever. It doesn't whatever matter. it costs. Yes. Wow. wow. Yes. Answer as, of the day. That as, is so far the most expensive as, answer. As long as it is unique. And you knew that yes. the quality was there. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Terrific.
2: Well, Are you going to sell him that cigar, Mr. Jonathan? I'm going to see if I can find one, and then I'll sell it to him, and I'll <laughs> tell him the price is limitless, and I'll just clean out his bank account. <laughs> Well, terrific. Thank you so much for coming on with us, Lito. I've got a list of people I have to get to. Otherwise, Thank, thank we you very have you much, much for longer. having me, okay? Thank uh, you. We're
9: going to have a lot of fun tonight. That it's we are. Continued success, night. man. Yeah. Thank, yeah. You thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. you. too.
2: 19 awesome. years in the business. And that was his first cigar job. That was his gig- first job in cigars. Yeah. Very interesting. If you're going to so, do it, listen, this is how players roll, man. Absolutely. He has the most interesting answer to that question. Yep. And then... The most interesting answer to how much would you spend on a celebratory cigar? Whatever. I love it.
4: Awesome. I love it. And by the way, he did choose my favorite car as well, which is a Ferrari. He picked I mean, Ferrari. That's, yeah.
2: Well, maybe maybe Ferrari comes up again later. Who knows? What we sure as the mini. No, no. You said the uh, the uh, Ford 650. The Ford F650. Yeah. With the the full plow in the front and the side plow. I like that. You know what? <laughs> and I'd want I would want a dumper on it with a big sander. It would always be full, and I'd probably drive it around more in the summer uh, <laughs> than in the wintertime. Just a hat. Just, it. just because. Just ridiculous. Awesome. That's how. That's how I would want to roll. That I, is how I would want to roll. You go, are you going to reach for the? Yes, he is. This I'm is. reaching for the mic right now. Uh, paging Patrick Hurd to the Cigar Authority table. Patrick Hurd, please report to the Cigar Authority. Love it. So man. that's. Uh, see, remember last year and the year before and the year before, <laughs> we were running around like chickens with oh, our yeah. head cut off. Chuck, I'll be right back. Cover to, for yeah, me and cover. And you know, we had t- poor Tommy Grella coming back from retirement both times. Oh yeah. Coming in and filling in. With uh, with very little, uh, it it takes a little bit of kind of practice. Like you kind of have to do it. So jumping in once a year is a is a tough situation. Here we nice. go. Now keep in mind, Patrick, we are on the radio, so there is no swearing. Okay. While you have the microphone on, I'm Mr. Jonathan. By the way, I don't believe we've met we officially. Have not met. Pleasure to meet you, Patrick. That, nice that to was, meet that you. That was a nice introduction. Thank you. <laughs> this is uh, this is Chuck Morrison. Nice to meet Hi, you, Patrick. Pleasure yeah, to meet thanks you. Thanks for joining our, us here on the cigar Our presidential gentleman on the show. So uh, you are representing the Psycho 7, am I correct? Correct. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that cigar?
11: It's a new cigar we just brought out this year at the uh, IPCBR. Uh, we had a couple other blends uh, that we uh, had been working the last couple of years, mostly out of Central America. Yeah. And this was uh, one of our first uh, foyers into the Dominican Republic. We partnered with uh, Tabadon on yes. this one. Uh, so well-respected manufacturer. Absolutely. Um, access to great tobaccos. Uh, The blend concept for this, we wanted to really try and bring a lot of different tobaccos together and try and create something out of the DR that really didn't feel like... A Dominican It's cigar. interesting that
2: you say that because I've smoked it several times. And if the band wasn't, which the band is ridiculously huge, by the way. I'm going to hold that up to the camera here. Yeah. So if you want to see how big this band is, it is the biggest band I've ever seen short of a cigar being completely wrapped in paper. Yeah, I like the, it.
11: And it's a double band. Uh the first band comes off like a, a prescription pad. Uh, the tagline for this uh, product is Medicate Your Mind. Nice. Uh, some therapy for, you know, absolutely our masses. And then it has a secondary underneath that has uh, the Medicate Your Mind tagline on it uh, it uses uh, seven tobaccos from six different countries Hence we have, the seven yeah, psycho seven yeah, we have a, a pennsylvania lejero in there which is going to give it a little bit more body pennsylvania yep really um, of all
2: places yep
11: we've got uh, a mexican uh, sumatra binder give it a little more spice as well yeah. hybrid wrapper uh cuban seed hybrid from the dr and then some uh Seco from jalancho which was grown by Placencia. Uh, refermented with uh, the folks at Tabadon and Estelila Hero in there, and then some more Dominican tobaccos.
2: So there really isn't that much Dominican tobacco.
11: In <laughs> no, there's 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 two <laughs> components. The it's the wrapper, and then there's a Dominican hybrid. Uh, okay. Uh, in there as well, and there's a Peruvian uh, leaf in there as well. So that's because uh, when I
2: smoked it, if you if I didn't have the band on it, we blind taste each other mm-hmm. all the time in the shops to stay sharp. Without the band on it, it is impossible to pull out mm-hmm. a flavor and say this is Dominican, this is Nicaraguan, this is Honduran. You can't. You can't quite put your finger on where it yeah, is because you you've done a great job of blending those those tobaccos and across each other. It was, it was other. a goal. I know a lot of other companies have done uh,
11: you know projects like this, but it, it, I've always found cigars like that very interesting. You know they change as you smoke them, and you know this was just uh, something that you know we wanted to play with. We had a couple of other blend ideas that we put down, but this one ended up. Uh, being one of the winners, and we really wanted to try and break the mold with the packaging. We got a nice white uh, painted box with the Psycho Seven screen on it. I've so seen it's awesome. It uh, it's eye catching, and uh, we're hoping for some big things. We actually just got our first shipment in uh, yesterday, so nice. Um, so yeah, was, we was like
2: it was like pulling teeth to get the uh, the shipment uh, here for the event. Yeah, and was, thank you for through some
11: hoops. But this was an important event for us. So what uh, what was your first job in cigars? Oh, my first job in cigars. I've been in the business since 2000. Uh, I used to run an office that we have up in Canada. And uh, we started out mainly in uh, the, the cigarette business up there. And uh, a nice gentleman by the name of John Trafoli, who's a longtime cigar businessman, 40 years in the business, started introducing me to cigars, started getting me into cigars. And then we had an old brand called Hugo Cassar back from the cigar boom who's the owner of our company, Sure. and I relaunched the product into Canada. So uh, um, that was really my first dip in my toe in the cigar we a, pond. We have
2: a couple of listeners in Canada. One of them is listening right now, Rudy. Uh, Rudy, have you ever tried that cigar? And you can just throw <laughs> just it right type it up in the, the chat, chat box. box. Yeah. We'll
11: know that you did. Yeah, uh, and, and so, I mean, that's it, it's something that, you know, once I started to really get into it a little bit more and, and understand it and understand everything that goes into sure. the cigar business, I mean, it can really... You know, it can really take hold of you, and, and you, you become real passionate about it.
2: Now, if you were not in the cigar world, what would you be doing as a career? Do you have another career that is like secondary dream career? Uh, I'd probably be in a circus. So, in you a know. circus? <laughs> you know, well, you know what? You came <laughs> to the right place, because yeah, this did. place is going to turn into a circus so, later, you know, and you'll see what I'm saying. I was either
11: going to be a carny or, or a cigar man. Absolutely. So. There
2: you go. Nice. What, uh, what, was, what is your dream car? If you had to pick a car, unless you already own it, which is okay, what would your dream car be? Uh... I like uh, I like the G wagon, the
11: the G 55. I like. I'm not a sports car type of guy. I'm more. Fair of enough. A
2: yeah. See, I'm the exact opposite. I'm a Dodge Viper guy. Yeah. If yeah. I was going to go, I'd be the V12. Yep. And it would be what is it, seven, eight speeds or whatever? I mean, the thing is just out of control. You could start off at no speed in second gear and still break the 12 tires is
11: free. Uh, Twelve is a powerful. Oh, it's powerful. <laughs> powerful. powerful but the, the
2: engine belongs in a truck.
11: I've driven a V12 uh, S600, and V12 is. They're powerful. Nice. My grandfather had a
2: V12 Jaguar.
11: Really? But Come it on. was
2: very small pistons, so it didn't have a lot of get up and go right away. Yeah. But he said at 80 miles an hour on the highway, he could drop into second gear and wow. just launch himself. Craziness. No, it's, it's a lot of power. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> they don't God. make them like that anymore. They certainly right don't. <laughs> don't. What is the most you would ever spend on a cigar for a celebration? Uh,
11: you know, I guess. Coming from the market that I originally came from in Canada, we see some pretty high cigar prices already with the sure. taxes and everything. But, uh, you know, I think for a, a good quality stick, you know, $30, 35 is, is not out of the question. Um, you know, when you start getting beyond that, I mean, it's got to be something that's pretty collectible at
2: that sure. point. And then you usually don't end up smoking it. See, I feel yeah. the exact opposite. If I spent three $400 on a cigar and smoke it right then, right there, especially if it was illegal to smoke where I was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would make it worth it. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very really much for having guys. Thanks, Patrick. Continue success, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Awesome. What we need to do right now, Chuck, is move into Recluse, our media social media segment. We're going to do that now. Let's do it, Let's baby. Do it. Let me, uh, give me just a second. Yeah, here, you cause... take a second. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going <laughs> to find the next person that we're going to grab and uh, see if we can get... Social media is ready, by the way. All right. I'm going to call out... Tom Lazuka. Yeah. Tom Lazuka, please report to the Cigar Authority table. Tom Lazuka. Nice call. I thought I saw him, too, walking by. I hope I got the, right, I I the right Tom. <laughs> no, well, one's, no one's no turning one's moving, around. So I may, I may have to move over to E.P. Carrillo next. But let's do Recluse, and then we'll grab E.P. Carrillo. Social media. All right. Today's social media segment is brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Oh, I should read now, huh? (laughs) Uh, The ex-wife says bees frighten her. She also had trouble with the rest of the alphabet. After lots of research, I've come to the conclusion that women live longer than men to make up for the wasted time trying to park. Nice.
4: See, I I actually thought, I'm sorry for that, because I thought you were going to kind of like, I don't know, maybe introduce her. Here are the top tweets.
2: Oh, yeah. That I have found. Well, what happened was I don't have the writing thing yeah. that David has, so I, I'm just winging it. That's awesome. All right, here Back we go. Back to the drums. Somewhere, a smart LASIK surgeon has an office full of brochures that are all slightly out of focus and a recovery room where they have clear print. That awkward moment when your kids find their drawings in the garbage... It was so hard getting over my addiction to the hokey pokey, but I've turned myself around. Oh, That's the number one tweet right there. I'm sorry. I I should have said that. I'm out of practice. I've never done it before. Listen, both of us are. I'm going to cross that off. This may be recorded, but it's live. It's live. So, uh, Recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles, and they are rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way. Yeah. And that is Recluse.
4: So, uh, Tom Zucca, I I don't see.
2: I didn't... I thought I saw him, but then you know what? I'm gonna call I'm gonna call EP Carrillo yeah, over did, here. Yeah.
4: I did yeah, there he is. Ernesto
2: Perez Carrillo, please report to the Cigar Authority table. Ernesto Perez Carrillo. All right. I love having this microphone, it's the bomb. It's pretty awesome. Here he comes. All right. Nice. He's fired up, you can tell. You can tell he's fired up. He's excited. Yes. Not his first time on the Cigar Authority. It is not. We've also had uh, EP3 on as well. That's right. That's as, right. Uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the second. I wonder what his first gig was in cigars. I'm curious We're myself. Find out. If How you could you put those on. What's up, man? What's happening, guys? All right. There we go. I can hold that for you. Sure. There you go. EP
12: Carrillo. Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Yes, sir. Here we are again. Another year. Another Great year. event.
2: 28th year in business for David Garofalo and Two Guys Smoke Shop. And uh, I don't know about you, but it makes me feel like a, uh, a bit of a failure that I haven't been doing anything for 28 years except maybe breathing and
12: well, it using the Well, I was 28 restroom. years ago, so, you know. That's what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> You're two young guys like us. <laughs> we both have good haircuts. Yes. Good yes. facial hair. We're rocking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was, uh, what was your first job in the cigar business?
12: My first job was with, actually with, uh, with my father back in 1970. And, you know, basically it was just kind of learning the trade from, you know, from him. And, uh, Very much
2: like your son is learning the trade from you now. Exactly,
12: exactly. Nice. And that was the uh, you know my first experience really with cigar. But you know uh, I was born in Cuba and uh, in Cuba we lived actually you know he had the, the tobacco farms and the uh, the El Creto cigar factory. Wow. So I mean yeah that was you know but I was I left Cuba when I was seven so I was. Kind of young, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. probably
2: a little too young to remember everything that was going on there. But you, exactly, you were raised in tobacco. That's I was what raised you in tobacco.
12: Know. It's it's what I you know it's what I know. It's what I what I love to do.
2: Which makes my next question a little different, then a little difficult, maybe. If you didn't have a business in cigars, is right. there another occupation that you'd like to do or have always wondered about?
12: I I always loved uh, you know music, hmm. and uh, playing the drum was you know one of the things that I did for a while. There. Yeah. And uh, I think that would probably be my, my next.
2: That would be what you would do. What I, would,
12: what I love, would love to do, yes.
2: All right, another thing about dreams here. What is your dream car? As you know, we're giving away a DeLorean later on today, and it got me thinking, you know what, that's some people's dream car, but it may not be everyone's dream car. What's your dream car?
12: Good question, and and I'll be frank with you. Um, I don't think, you know, um, I mean, I like driving but i see it as you know something to get me here from from here to there you're not a flashy I, guy no no i'm not really uh you know i'm not really that much into cars fair enough wow. yeah. well well
2: yeah. i'm gonna say that my dream car would be a 1972 volkswagen beetle not tricked out nothing i'd want it to be the four on the floor the regular standard model right. because you could put three or four buddies on the bumper and dump the clutch and pop a wheelie just like Herbie the Love Bug, <laughs> and that's something that I've always been—I've always wanted to do. But,
12: but wait, let, let me, let me, let me. Uh, one car that I've always loved is the—I uh, think it's a 1968 GTO. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah, yeah I, I so got a chance retract. to get that. I would get that. That would be. I dream would get car. that. Yes, terrific. Yes, and of course I have my my Impala '96, which I love. Nice. That's uh, you know that's that's a, car a that car. I, Yeah, it's, it's classic. Yeah. It's you always step on the gas on
2: that thing and. Whoosh, See ya.
12: Let me tell you, it runs better than, you know, almost anything. They don't etiqu- make them like that anymore. No, no, they don't.
2: Now, lots of people use uh, cigar smoking as a, as a celebration. Uh, and some people uh, think that there's a certain amount that you should spend or not spend. What is the most you would ever spend on a cigar for a celebration?
12: I would, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I love cigars. And, and if there's a cigar out there, that's $100 or $200. I think I would buy to see what makes that cigar, you know. uh, And it's all a question also of what, you know, the moment that you're smoking that cigar. And uh, so for me, there's no real price limit on a cigar as long as it gives you the enjoyment. I mean, when you think about it, you go out and you have a drink of uh, a fine scotch and you can pay $45, $50 for it. I think a cigar can give you that same pleasure. But if you start looking at saying, well, you know, it's not worth fifty dollars. Well, it's it's worth what it is, you know. Yeah. Whoever manufactured that cigar feels, and he has a reason for charging fifty dollars or a hundred dollars. And you know, you got to respect that. What a great answer! We got a couple it. of great answers to I that, one, but I, yeah. that one that one right now is taking the cake. No, no. Look, look you got you got you know bottles of wines that are thousand, fourteen thousand, fifteen thousand. You're talking about four cups.
2: That's true. Yeah. What's the
12: difference?
13: That's
2: true. If you look at it, you know. That is. That is a great answer. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, thank you so much. You, are, you are, a smart guy. Thank you very you much, You are the guys. godfather, for sure, of boutique cigars. Thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Let Thanks, me Ernesto. give you guys
12: something to uh, smoke later on. This is our oh, new... Uh, I'll smoke it oh. right now. You're thank you. First person, 2013. You're yeah. the first
2: person to give me a cigar ever on <laughs> the radio show during this event. That's and I'm true. I'm going to smoke this. Great. I'm gonna great. smoke this next time. Enjoy, thing. It. thank you. I'm gonna light it up right now. Thank you very much. You know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for the second hour. This will be my second there hour cigar, yeah. and I can give it a fair evaluation Good. Good. as a second Ernesto. hour cigar. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Really thank you for appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. I'll help you she with these so you don't success, have to sit okay. things down. Thanks. Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Classy. Now, Classy man. I put together these questions because I didn't want this show to be like every other show that we've done in the anniversary party. I kind of wanted it to be a little different, something interesting. Hey, look, I'm up on the Jumbotron. Look at that. Hey, hey, wait a minute. I'm on the Jumbotron. Look, that's that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as I'm into myself, I never get sick of seeing myself right, on the big right. screen. Uh, so, anyways, I put together these questions because I wanted to see, <laughs> I wanted to be fair to the different manufacturers and not ask them something about where they may have to answer for someone else's cigar. They can mask it however they want. Yeah. And you know what? As far as that car goes, the DeLorean's pretty cool, but I don't know if you noticed, Chuck, but I've been saying a different oh, car noticed. every I've time. I've no- I wonder if our I listeners. Thank you for not blowing up my spot. Because I'm curious, as a little social experiment, how many of these dudes are actually listening to the show yeah. from a manufacturer's standpoint, and who's going to try to call me out on it? Because they all have my cell phone number, nice. and I will get calls on Monday after the show airs.
4: What, are these answers just coming up right on the spot, or is this kind of pre-prepared in terms of like what your favorite cars are? Are you just pulling like a Beetle from 1972 out of your butt?
2: Some of them, I, I do have notes kind of going all on right, the side, right. or, or as I think of something, I write it down. but. Because what's the next car going to be? Let's give, let's give our listeners a little right. edge here, a little inside car, edge. The next car is going to be a rickshaw <laughs> powered by David Garofalo. I like it. So that's what I'm uh, – look at I this. Like Someone else handed me a cigar. Wow. <laughs>
14: <Unbelievable. inaudible>
2: taken out of the Great Cliff Unbelievable Taken out of the Great Cliff Humidor. This is a piece of history right <inaudible> here. Yeah. <inaudible> Unbelievable. <inaudible> Thank you. People just hand me cigars from time to time but never customers just handing me cigars that's like that. pretty that awesome was, that was pretty awesome now i'm trying to look around the room and see uh i'm gonna get tom reiner Well, just an fyi we have about four minutes all right tom reiner please report to the cigar authority booth tom reiner to the cigar authority booth all right i wonder how they feel about just having their name announced like that like you have <laughs> everyone this, turns around like it's you, awesome like you you uh you are now on the show and you don't have a choice and he's just standing there taking his time like I didn't just announce his name over the loudspeaker. You know what? We're gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get the bumper music ready because we actually One, have two. about two minutes. All all right. All right. We'll get the bumper music ready. I'll start the, uh, the, uh, the wrap-up here. So when we come back, we're going to have much more Cigar liberties. and I'm hoping Tom Reiner gets over here. There's no way he's going to make it before the break. That's no. fine. He's out. Uh, we've got Gentleman Chuck Morrison. He's going to get debonair with us. Old Fart Freddy has done it again. I happen to have heard this segment I already. I heard it as well. And just when you thought Old Fart Freddy couldn't possibly get closer to the line, he gets ever, like, he's splitting those hairs and then splitting the splits of the hairs. Exactly. It's unbelievable. We've got news from the asylum. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. You are listening to The Cigar Authority. On the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, and when you have your, what would he say? This was a pre-embargo Cuban, yeah, Pollo something, something from and a, it's from the Gray Cliff Humidor. When you have this and you're smoking it, please keep the lid end out of your mouth. Now we still have a minute to fill here. We could just bump out, let the music roll. <laughs> I guess we could. <laughs> Let's do so it. So we have Tom Lazuka who took his sweet time walking over. here. You get your name announced, you got to drop what you're doing and come over. <laughs>
10: Uh, what yeah. we're going to do
2: is, we're going to go to break, and when we
4: come back from break, we'll bring you on. we give you enough you time. Up. We don't want to give you 30 seconds. You deserve exactly. more than that. You deserve more.
9: Two guys rock With a billion choices It's heaven
3: There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two
9: guys rock Two
3: Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say.
13: Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie
12: heaven. You
9: like robusto, I'll take a tour you like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's two guys time. Two guys rock. Two guys rock. With a million choices.
1: In a
2: world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time.
4: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
3: One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
4: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro.
3: Darker and even more bolder. with in your face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh,
2: that may be wrong. Well,
3: I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right.
4: Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or
2: Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers' shops nationwide.
3: Rated
4: D for delicious.
3: Under 18, not admitted, even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both.
7: This, this is
3: the Cigar
0: Authority. You're
7: either in or you're out, right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The
0: authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the
3: cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to
0: us. With your
8: hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. <laughs> I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and Chuck Morrison. Now, he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here.
15: It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth.
2: All right, light him up, light him up, light him up. Here for the second hour on the Cigar Authority, introducing Chuck Morrison, myself, Mr. Jonathan, and we're back for hour number two, live from the undisclosed location, in somewhere in the heart of Massachusetts. This week, it's all about Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary, and we are giving away nothing short of David Garofalo's DeLorean. It's one of a kind for no other reason than Dave has driven it. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, and is always broadcast on location this week. ...at the Undisclosed Location. Nice catch. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You can catch us on any one of the seven radio stations picking us up in syndication... ...on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network... ...or tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live... ...or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And of course, our good friends over at the Cigar Station replaying our show... ...from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 twice on Sundays, and uh, I know I said I was going to smoke that other cigar, but I'm standing next to Tom Reiner, and he is smoking a Davidoff Nicaraguan, and that means that I want to now smoke a Davidoff Nicaraguan, which is a little awkward because the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. While everyone else was raising their prices, just block your ears for this part, Tom, uh, Perdomo was cutting out the S, the federal S-chip tax. Uh, Perdomo Cigars stands for Quality, Excellence, and price and there I've done it. I've cut it and I'm gonna light my cigar with the cyclone by Vertigo. The only triple jet lighter in the history of lighters, Tom, to ever survive not one but two washer and dryer cycles and still light every single time. Retail value? Retail value is nine ninety nine <laughs> depending on the taxes in your state. <laughs> awesome. I'll stick to my
14: uh of lighter. I first. think you
2: should. Yeah, I agree. I think you should. Oh, my goodness. He Is in Is need. it me, or does this cigar get better every time? Thank you both for filling, by the way, while I was lighting. I really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so, Tom, you are here representing Davidoff Cigars, and specifically the cigar that you're giving out tonight is the new Davidoff Nicaraguan. How have people been receiving the Davidoff Nicaraguan?
14: Well, so far it's been uh, great. I mean, we brought it out at the show. It was like two months ago, and we we've been um, well everyone was was pleasantly surprised so were we and yeah we almost couldn't keep up with production and, but sure. it was a good thing a good problem to have and uh, uh first of all, have congratulations a to 28 years of uh well, i'm gonna two say guys. thank you
2: on behalf of two guys smoke shop because i've percent. only been with them for two years but thank you very much yeah. uh if you uh what was your first job in cigars Well, my first job in cigars was
14: um, three and a half years ago. I'll just count a little bit. Yeah, in in Switzerland, in in the head office in marketing. So I was uh, responsible for the retail and lounges, like the design concept, implementation. Hmm. And, um, well, I was born into a cigar family. You certainly were. So my first job was probably to to light the
2: cigar of my grandfather. Nice, nice. What uh, what would you be doing if you weren't in the cigar business? If you didn't like it or if you just happened that you know what it doesn't work out? What 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 career have you always been curious about?
14: That's a very good question. I I would have loved to be a a tennis professional. Really? I love to play tennis. Wow. I wasn't as good. So um you Is know. Is that a challenge?
2: Probably too late. uh, I can hit a home run with a tennis racket over the fence. (laughs) It doesn't matter how high the fence is. I can hit it over first shot every time, whether I want to or not. It just launches right over. I have no control over the angle of the racket at all. (laughs) I get so excited the ball's coming, and I feel like a baseball player, and I just hip and everything. Boom. Boom. Yeah,
14: maybe it's something else. My my father's family, they were all... uh, Medical doctor, so I'm like the first after six generations not to be a medical doctor. I married a medical doctor, so was kind of okay. Maybe uh, it's something you could do on the side. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a dream car? Well, well, I have a dream car. Do I have a dream car? Not so much, really. I like I like cars. I mean, the one that's standing outside. Yeah, the DeLorean is pretty cool. I like, um, well, I'm European, I like German cars, I like Audi, I like Mercedes, I drive
2: a Volkswagen, so. My favorite vehicle, if I had a dream vehicle, I would have a rickshaw, and David Garofalo would be my motor. (laughs) That would be, if I could have one thing that I was going to do, I'd have a rickshaw, and I'd just be like, just... Ever so gently just whipping the boss and saying, no, we're going to Nashua now. Let's (laughs) do this. this. A Mustang would be nice. I don't know. Well, maybe a Mustang. Yeah. I guess a Mustang would be okay. (laughs) I don't know. You're going to approve that? (laughs) Not too much. Uh, What is the most you would ever spend on a cigar for a celebration?
14: Uh,
2: Fortunately, I I never had to
14: ask this question to myself, but um, I would say... $150. $150. $150. $150. Nice. Thanks for a
2: real special celebration. Sure. Terrific. Yeah. Well, Tom Reiner, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for supporting How the show. How much would you spend? Well, I Be think honest. there is nothing that is too much for a good cigar. However, I don't have a lot of money. I only work at a cigar shop, and I'm a DJ. So I would say maybe... Just to beat you, I would do two hundred dollars, and then that's it. Okay. And then I could say I spend more money than Tom Reiner on a cigar, and All then right. that would be it.
14: Would we'll be good for you,
2: <laughs> Tom. Thank you so All much right. for coming on. I really
14: appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Thank you, I Tom. Hope to have a great evening. Thank I you, buddy. Will. For sure. Good stuff. Good
4: sport. Tennis right. player.
2: At this time, we need Tom Lazuka to please report to the Cigar Authority table. Tom Lazuka, I'm talking to you. <laughs> report to the Cigar Authority table. There's
4: no way he did not hear
2: that. There's no way. He made eye contact and everything. He's been dogging me all night, making me announce his name twice. Yeah. Poor Tom Reiner thought I got him confused. Johan, what's up? Johan. Has Johan ever been on the Cigar Authority? He has once. I bagged him into being on once. Nice. (laughs) True story. What's up, buddy? Good to see you again. So lots of Cigar celebrities going on. I want to talk just a little bit about the World's Gone Crazy band. Uh, uh, These guys do wild and crazy parodies. Of uh, of different songs, and they they are crazy. They put different spins on things. So you might have uh, I'm going to you know, fix
4: your uh, your earbud here.
2: William Shatner, a little more comfortable. Singing about depends or whatever, and they and they <clears throat> do it to the theme of uh, Love Shack or whatever. Right. So they you know they mess with the words constantly. Tomazuka. Comedy music band. They are a comedy music band. So how are you, my man?
15: Very well, very well.
2: I wanted to pull you on right now. Actually, I wanted to pull you on earlier. And we just pushed your segment off a little bit because we've got uh, – Chuck, can we do news from the asylum right now? Yeah, we can. Of course we can. But all right, it. so we're going to do news from the, the asylum, and then we're going to chat just a little bit if you don't mind.
8: Absolutely. They're coming to take me
2: away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me
8: away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee.
4: Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take
2: It's time for news from the insane asylum, odd and sometimes historic news and stories too insane to be true, but they are brought to you by asylum cigars. Take no prisoners, truly flavorful, medium bodied cigars with sizes ranging from four by 44 to the absolutely insane six by 80. That's right. That's asylum. Six foot eight swim instructor Jeffrey Harper got the job because he was amazing with the kids and his own son had made it to the state championships in all four years of his high school career while setting up a doggy paddle race in one of his classes jeffrey nearly drowned because he backed up too far and slid into the deep end lifeguards almost did not save him because they thought he was making a tasteless joke that he actually could not swim turns out six foot eight swim instructor jeffrey harper was the swim instructor and could not actually swim. <laughs> talk about an extreme case of those who cannot do teaching. That's insane. That's Asylum, brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Amazing. truly flavorful medium-bodied Amazing. cigars with sizes I couldn't believe it when I came across. From yeah. 44 <laughs> to the insane. And these are true stories. By 80. Well, here, a, there's, there's a job that's opening. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, that's
16: Asylum. they coming to take me away. Huh?
2: Six yeah. by eight. Hey, ha, ha,
17: I can't, see
4: those can't hear you.
2: you. All right. So I'm standing here with uh, Tom Lazooka representing Asylum. Which cigar did you give out today? Which, which Asylum is uh, this? That's our
15: Asylum Premium.
2: Asylum Premium. Nice.
15: We got a size on that bad boy? That is a typical Toro, uh, typical Toro,
2: 50 by 6. 6 by 50, nice. 6 by 50, yeah. Not the typical uh, Asylum, and I'm, I'm so glad that you didn't do the 6 by 80 because we had to fit 16 <laughs> cigars in here, and it would have taken up more than its fair share. So thank you for picking yes, that you're one. You're
15: welcome, you're welcome.
2: Uh, what was your first job in the cigar world?
15: Uh, my first job was I started with uh, Calibri. As, really? Uh, wow. Yeah.
2: So you were in the uh, accessory
15: business? Accessory side, yeah. I, did, uh, I didn't I did do the jewelry side for them. I did strictly lighters, and uh, I did do the men's jewelry and clocks.
2: I didn't know they had a jewelry section, yeah, so yeah, this they is uh, news to me. Co-
15: Calibri was mostly a jewelry company. Their biggest business was was jewelry. And ah. is it still, you think? No, no, no. That is Now they're accessories. Defunct now. It's strictly the uh, accessory side now.
2: Now, if you weren't in the cigar business... What would you want to do? What's your dream career Uh, other than
15: cigars? I would be a guide, a hunting guide. Really? Really?
2: Big into hunting.
15: Love it. No kidding. No
2: kidding. Wow. All right. Are we talking like um, big game hunting? Big game,
15: yeah. I love bear, elk, white-tailed deer. Nice. You name it. uh, I like to travel and hunt.
2: I I disagree with elephant hunting, by the way, because that's not really hunting. (laughs) Although an elephant could kill you, you really have to tick it off. To make it go after you. And all you're just doing is shooting a giant bullet. Right. But now, a deer, that's tricky because they blend in with the atmosphere. Not that I've ever been hunting, ever, but this is <laughs> what I'm told. Uh, they can they have an unbelievable sense of smell, so you have to mask your own scent and know about wind direction and all absolutely. that. Absolutely. absolutely. So you'd be a guide for that. Yeah. I'd hire them. Yeah. Would you be, like, is this, are we talking, like, mountains or regular, yeah. just out in yeah. someone's backyard?
15: You know what? I, I mean, obviously, I grew up in the Midwest, so, you know, we're... Used to hunting timber and cornfields, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but you know, I, I you know my favorite hunting is, is out west, Montana. Really, uh, just going out to Montana in the mountains and elk hunting or uh, nice. is uh, probably my favorite. Do you That's have a dream
2: awesome. car? What car would you, if you could have any car you wanted, what would be your dream car?
15: Well, as Christian Christian always tells me, I'm I'm a hillbilly by nature, <laughs> so uh, my dream car is really. Uh, I, listen, I like trucks, so. It, I have an F-350 diesel, four-door crew cab. Nice. So, lifted plow
2: on that bad boy? No, no. (laughs) No? Okay, I put the plow on my four-wheeler. Fair enough. (laughs) My dream car, believe it or not, would be the Chrysler Town and Country, the fully loaded minivan with the multiple (laughs) screens that drop down, the DVD player, multiple CD players, like the whole onboard entertainment system. I know it sounds weird, but that would be my dream
15: vehicle listen i read we rented one of those the other day it was very very nice we did well we had five people Uh, funny story real quick i don't want to take up too much time you're good good. so we're traveling from detroit to chicago we got a a big group of us from the company there and instead of flying we're it's three hours 300 miles we'll drive so we get to the rental car place it's a kia sportage and the kia sportage We've got five of us crammed into this thing with tons of luggage. So every, oh. everyone's got two bags of luggage on their lap. Oh. We're like, we're not going to make it to Chicago. Like no, this.
2: I would say Sorry. not.
15: So we, uh, we, we've, we made it a day that way. Did you we, really? We, we, we went back to the airport. And tra- five people? Traded it into <laughs> And they gave us a town and country It had DVD players. We threw Superbad in. Oh, nice. And we rocked our way to. uh, (laughs) That's terrific. And they didn't know, but we smoked cigars the whole way. That's brilliant. We were good. We did that in Florida one time on a
2: trip, David and I, and it was awesome. It clearly says all over the van, no smoking, no smoking. And you just spray some Febreze and you clean it good and no one can tell. (laughs) Exactly. Now, what is the most you would ever spend on a celebratory cigar?
15: Oh, you, you don't have
2: th- to mention names if you don't want to, but what's the dollar value that you feel comfortable spending for a celebration?
15: You know what? I, I, I guess I never really thought of it that way, but I'd probably spend 100 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That seems Terrific. to be like the uh, the, yeah. the go-to number. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. You know? Fair enough. All right. Well, Tom Mazuka, thank right, you guys, so much for you. coming on. We're going to snag Christian Aroa. Thank you, Tom.
15: Uh-huh, thank you. The two of great you great were the most punctual, well. yeah, by man. the way. Thank you. Thank
2: you. I called the name and boom, right up. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Trying to run a, uh, a live show here and when people uh, take their time. Just pass off, mics. So, you know, it's They're not just... hot. It's not live. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> just doing a radio show. But he came quickly. That was he prompt. Did. That is awesome. Stealthy. And that, there we go. Christian, I,
5: our table's over there. The gallery's over there, too.
2: Thank you very much for... Being hey, my prompt, pleasure. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. You're also a, a supporter of the show. Thank you. So, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it that you're here for? What do we? What's what cigar is yours? Here it is. You got uh, you gave CLE the Corojo. If I if CLE I'm... Corojo, that's correct.
5: Nice.
2: And uh, you are known for Corojo, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Yes, sir. That is correct. Are you proud to be known for Corojo? Are we recording already? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're live. recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it, it's um, the Corojo. scene is something that that was. My father is very nostalgic. Yeah. My father always tells me stories about how um, his father, my grandfather, Generozo, used to keep this this footlocker on his bed, and that's where he would keep his cigars. And he was always enamored with the Corojo seed because uh, the Rodriguez family were very good friends of my, family, of my father. My father grew up with them, and they had the original seed. The farm was called Santa Inez del Corojo. And any story that had to do with cigars in my father's mind was always about this seed. So imagine my father's pleasure when... You no, know, Daniel left. Daniel left Cuba in 1979 with Sandinistas. In uh, Diego, I'm sorry, Daniel Rodriguez leaves Cuba in 1979, and he completely gives up on growing tobacco. That's it; he's done. So he gives the seed to my father. So my father, wow, that wow. oh, was incredible. This is a seed that's that a was gift, developed. amazing because this is a seed that over 20, 30 years they were taking the pick of the crop, and they were just taking the best of the best. Nice. And that's how the seed was developed. It was a natural. It was the old tradition of Cuban seed. Yeah. And then it just, because it came from that farm, people just started calling it Corojo. So my father was given that seed, and in 1997, he started experimenting with it. And it took took him about two or three years to finally get it right. The Corojo seed is is terrible as far as uh, blue mold, as far as yield. A lot of plagues hit it. So the yield isn't very good. And it took a long, once he finally got a hit for it, we had the first samples, and it was Dave here... Two guys, I was the first guy he ever experimented with a seat back in December 99. Wow. That was very... Uh, so this, these events with Dave mean the world to us, and, and he, well, on a very personal level, was extremely important to us. First guy who gave us a shot, gave us a lot of feedback, and he was always extremely helpful in helping us build the brand. So, of course, everything else was history. Then, then uh, Cuba developed the Corojo 99C, which is a hybrid. At that time, we tried to register the Corojo name. And the Rodriguez family gave us permission to it. But their registration lapsed in 1996, and the government did not allow us to register that seed. Wow. No so, sa- Yeah, man. Sadly, we couldn't protect the name, so then that's when the Corojo name is used. But from what I know, we're still the only ones growing the authentic Corojo seed. We only use that seed for—I uh, know Camacho buys that seed and us. Wow. And uh, wow. we don't sell to anybody else, but that's what we're proud of. And that's what the CLE Corojo is. The CLE Corojo is a medium to full-body cigar. It's priced right in the $5, $6 price range. It's a great cigar, but if you want something stronger, we have the 8 cigar. We have the CLE Plus, and we have the 8 cigar. All of them available at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. I'll and tell you,
2: that aROa is blowing it up right now.
5: Thank you. First thank of you.
2: all, 10-count boxes. Very interesting packaging. Not only is there no hinge, the box top comes off, but then you have two 5-packs. Almost like, all right. Me and, five buddies are gonna, me and four buddies are going to smoke this right now, and I'm going to save those other five for later. I'm not sure if that's what you had in mind, but I see that that's what people are doing. They're opening up the first one, sharing, and that's one of the ways that that cigar is building traction in our stores, which I find to be remarkable. Well,
5: you know what happens? One thing that my, uh, you know, as much as I like to complain about my father because we're very different, the you know, one thing that he, he, uh, he turned me into was also a traditionalist. And one thing that I absolutely detest is cellophane on cigars. I know you guys on the retail side well, love it cellophane. It
2: certainly helps with the uh, being able to protect well. the cigar itself, but so it's I want, not as good. Beautiful, I agree. Yeah,
5: and I wanted to figure out a way to be able to present the cigars to you guys without cellophane because cigars need to marry. Yes, and that's what we came out with the two five pack. Mm. So I always recommend to people whenever they're doing the ADO cigar, just buy the five pack. Don't break the package up. I mean, break the pack. You know, buy it yourself. Keep it that way yourself. That way you don't. Let the cigars air out and, and let the uh, flavor dissipate, so to speak.
2: That's interesting. Um, if you were not in the cigar business, what would you be doing?
5: My dream, I had two dreams in life, was to be a pilot, a jet pilot for the Navy. Nice. And to play in the NFL. Wow. When I went to the Navy recruiter, and the Navy recruiter, I had to be a U.S. citizen at the time. And the slot that they were offering me was in uh, hospital management. <laughs> so when I asked some friends of mine, I says, listen, buddy, you're going to get screwed. Forget about it. Walk away. You don't want to do that. And then, uh, you know,
2: how would the NFL thing work out for you?
5: I actually played uh, semi-pro Miami for nice. about two and a half, three years. Wow. I had an ankle injury. My, my thing was I wanted to go as a walk-on with the Dolphins, just to say that I did. Yeah. And I never got a chance to do it. What position did you play? I was actually stuck in offensive line, but I was being uh, I was being a, a, a um, we had a, a scout that actually wanted me to go play for Tulane and uh, for for uh, a uh, tight end. Tight end. When yeah. we played tight wow. end for yeah. him.
2: Do you have a dream car? Because we're giving away kind of a, an odd car out there. I mean, it's a lot of people's dream cars, and uh, it is the DeLorean. Do you have a dream car other than the DeLorean, of course?
5: Other than the DeLorean, dude, I'm a farmer. The Hummer H1. Nice. I love it. I had one. It broke down all the time, but I still want to buy another one when I get a chance.
2: Fair enough. There you go. I myself would like a VW Golf Convertible.
5: They're very nice.
2: That's what I. That would be my dream car. That's a dream car. I the
5: would, 1980s. With yeah. a rabbit on the side? Of course. Yes.
2: And then I'd also, you know, I'd kind of pimp it out. Better rims, better sound system. But that would be my dream. Now, cigar. Jonathan,
5: knowing your taste very well and being that you're very good in sales, you should probably take a stab at Mary Kay. They'll give you the pink <laughs> one.
2: <laughs>
10: <laughs>
5: and then that, that's all you, sir. Oh, well, very good.
2: Uh, what is the most you would ever spend on a celebratory cigar? And then we'll let you go.
5: Uh, <laughs> listen, I spent a lot on this new celebratory cigar. <laughs> <laughs> on this new factory, new operations, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm too embarrassed right. to tell you what the Don't number is. Don't tell
2: us. Don't tell us. Seven figures. Yeah, no yeah. worries. <laughs> thank you so much, Christian. All right, thanks really so it.
4: Thank you a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, buddy. Thank Take you. Take care, man. Awesome stuff. So he wouldn't reveal the number, but... Uh, he wouldn't. Thank you. The Hummer H1. Good answer. That good is a good answer. Yeah. That
2: yeah. is a good answer. We haven't heard that one yet. That's terrific. And you choosing the, uh, the VW. VW. Yeah. And he, he picked the one with the rabbit, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we do Old Fart Freddy, we'll go to break after that, and then we'll come back and we've got more cigar liberties for you. Here we go with Freddy, baby. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart
16: Freddy.
0: Nowadays, meats are smoked artificially. It's gross and totally wrong. In my day, we built smoker boxes and jammed as many spicy sausage links in there as we could. Nothing beats a well-smoked sausage. Nowadays, families are very small, so everyone shares the bathroom. Boys and girls take turns using the same shower. In my day, we had 12 people in my family, four boys and eight girls. Papa Fart Freddy built a second bathroom, painted it pink, and added a third shower. During I peak shower it. times, the younger girls could bathe in the mop sink. Nowadays, there are gas stations on every street corner. In my day, you stored your gas in 50-gallon drums behind the shed. Every spring, the rim sale needed to be replaced, and I used to give rim jobs for 50 <laughs> cents a whack. That was a lot of money back then. We were sausage in the box stuffing rim job and men with two in the pink and one in the sink. Sometimes oh my God. aging makes a great
2: cigar <laughs> He's out of control. Even better, just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited, one hundred percent Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are
0: better aged, some are not. It was always such a shocker if those girls could get through the showers and leave the rest of us any hot water. <laughs> oh my
2: That's all part Freddie. And standing next to me right now is J.R. Dominguez. How are you? I'm doing good. You How didn't about know you Jackson? were gonna be on the radio show, did Hell you? Hell no, man. <laughs>
18: you caught me off surprise man <laughs> We're
2: so live baby you are you are here with your cigar the oh, recluse cigar oh,
18: that's a beautiful it cigar. is
2: beautiful oh, rolled yes. n two bar the old cuban way yes sir why don't you tell us a little bit about what into bar is and why it's important
18: all right it's uh called like you like mr jonathan said in bar or you may know it as tubing what it is it's uh the old cuban tradition of rolling cigars basically what you do instead of Folding the fillers into an accordion style and then putting the binder and the wrapper on, you take each filler leaf and you roll it into a small tube. What this does is it, it, it secures a safe passageway of the air from the foot to the top of the cigar. That way you will always have perfect draw, even if the cigar is box-pressed, like all, wow. all, 90% of the recluse cigars. Now, it must take forever. It cuts down our production 30%, but we don't like to take any shortcuts, you know? We I like to do you. it the right way. Eight fermentation cycles? Eight fermentation cycles. Uh, that goes on for two years, at least two years. Is that just on the wrapper, or is that all the tobacco? All the tobacco that we use in the factory, period. What now, does
4: that mean, eight, eight fermentation cycles? All right,
18: each... Each, uh, each fermenta- fermentation cycle comprises three months, all right? So every time what it does is all the tobacco has ammonia in it, and what the fermentation does is taking the all ammonia right. out, all right? So most factories, what they do is they take the tobacco, and they do it for three months, one cycle. One cycle. We do it for eight cycles. That's two years. 24 months, at right? At least, all right? But some tobacco that we use are four, six, eight years old.
2: Now, is, would it be fair to say that the whole cigar is Maduro, or is that just the wrapper that that Well, just the goes wrapper
18: through? is Maduro. All the filler is Dominican filler. Okay. Okay, you got the three stages of the leaf Ligero, Biso, and Seco, yep. grown in three different regions of the country. You got an MBC wet binder that's a proprietary binder that we designed. And it's got the Cubra, it's a special strain seed of the Brazilian Maduro called the Cubra. Right. It's, it's a flavorful. It's a flavorful, Is that sweet, similar rubber. to
2: chupacabra. <laughs> no, just it sounded like it. To right me. down the alley. <laughs> now, what was your first job in uh, in cigars?
18: Well, my first job in cigars started when I was eight years old and was sweeping the floors of uh, warehouse number two at the Victor Sinclair factory.
2: Oh, fair enough. That's yep. your dad's factory. Yes, sir. Now, if you were not in the cigar world, what would you want to have your dream job be?
18: Oh, that's hard, man. Uh, well, I went to school for computer systems engineering, so it will be right, right down that alley. Wow. Fair and enough. I, I have no vision beyond the cigar wall. I,
2: uh, I got some problems with my computer. If, uh, you know, I can have you look I'll, at it afterwards. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll hook you appreciate up later. That. All right. <laughs> what, what, uh, what would your dream car be? As you know, we're giving away a DeLorean out front. My dream car. That may not be everyone's dream car, so what's your my dream
18: car? My dream car is a 1969 Corvette Stingray.
2: Wow. A nice, that's a nice choice. Nice. That is that's a my great choice. Car. That's a good choice. My dream car would be the Ford Raptor. It's an F-150, really, all man? souped up oh, really, with man? the big, I think it's a V10. Come on. You're <laughs> in the music
18: business. Creativity. <laughs> no,
2: that's not what I want. I love it. That's my
18: dream. I love it. <laughs> the, Creativity, yeah. right? Isn't it that the, the, the basic of music? music I guess, industry?
2: yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> not not anymore. <laughs> not with what I do. <laughs> Playing Love Shack every single weekend. <laughs> I want to shoot myself? Uh, what is the most you would ever spend on a celebratory cigar? Uh, Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks?
18: Really? That's, a lo- that's the most I would spend. I don't believe that a cigar has to be expensive for it to be good.
2: Wow! What a great answer. The youngest guest that we've had on to date, the- and he's got the most wise answer. Yeah, thank you. Outstanding. Well, we're going to go to break right now. Jr. Dominguez, let me. Uh, is he the middle one? I'm going to turn down his mic. Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. All right, there we go. That way it doesn't make any noise. Thank you. All right, it was great. So you've been listening to the Cigar Authority, and when we come back, we've got more cigar liberties. We've got uh, Chuck Morrison getting debonair. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop here at the undisclosed location, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Oh yeah, so smooth And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up But oh yeah, they're delicious too When asked what my favorite cigar is I always say, it's La Giana Havana
4: Oh yeah Hotline. How can I help you?
2: Hi, this is Jonathan.
4: Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to
2: be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the Internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it.
4: That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different?
2: It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh?
4: I guess so, Jonathan, but
2: just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal.
4: It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it?
2: You're right, but... But
4: nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel.
2: Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid... But I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal.
4: No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those close-out brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia. And it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke cartel.
0: He reads the
4: dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutia of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men he's not even a legend in his own mind he finds himself boring his family barely pays attention to him and his mother refers to him as hey you he is David Garofalo
2: the least interesting man in the cigar world not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him the man himself may be a bore but the cigar isn't Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting, Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
4: It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo. It lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal
3: As a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends.
4: We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new equilibrium cigars. Mm, mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturges, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm, mm, mm. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm, mm, mm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty and well-balanced equilibrium cigars?
2: Smoke it once and you'll be back. Mm.
4: How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty and well-balanced equilibrium cigars?
0: Mm. (laughs) You're incorrigible.
4: Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co.
7: I'll sign up
2: today. All right, and we are back. Live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary, and I'm standing next to my good friend. Can I call you my friend? Oh, we're, always. we're best buds. We're best buds. <laughs> Eric Newman. And you know what? I'm always nervous because I met you and your brother at the same time, so I'm always nervous I'm going to call one of you the wrong name, and I haven't yet. Thank goodness. Uh, and you are supporting our event, and you support all of our events. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the light that. Delighted to be here. Now,
13: what was your first job in the cigar business? I came to work in 1972 out of college. I worked in the filler department. Wow! You know, there's an expression, you know, you try to work yourself up in a a company. Absolutely. I started from the top. (laughs) Every cigar (laughs) factory in Tampa, there one time they had 100 factories, over 150 factories, there, all the buildings were the same, but the filler apartment was in the top floor, the third floor. Wow! So I start from the top and work my way down. Nice. Everybody else starts from the bottom and work their way up. Absolutely. That
2: great. Now, from a from a company standpoint, your your father owned the business, so. He didn't have you just start some cushy job in the uh, in the office?
13: No, you there's the there's the expression, you work your way up in a and you you work your way up the ladder. Yes. But it's a little bit easier if your family owns the ladder. It certainly is. So yep. that that's what happened. No, I spent a year in the factory. I worked about six or eight weeks in each department of the factory for a whole year. I I made cigars, I stripped tobacco, I shook out tobacco, blend tobacco, so Cigar manufacturing has been our main business, so I wanted to learn the business from the ground up, from the top down. However, Absolutely. However you describe Now, it. if
2: you were not in the cigar business, what line of work would you like to be in if the whole cigar thing just didn't happen? Boom, you could snap a finger. Let's say you went back in time and gave someone a sports almanac and the future changed. What would you hope that job would be? I'd love to be an NFL football player.
13: That was my passion when I was younger. Wow. Really?
2: You're the second cigar celebrity to say that to me. I had
13: the passion to be a football player. Unfortunately, I got my athletic genes and size from my <laughs> grandfather, so you know, you rise to your <laughs> level of competence. I did play in a little school in Swanee, a Division three school in college, but that was that was it. Wow.
4: Do you have a favorite NFL team? We're from Tampa.
13: The so Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, like the Bucks, yep. We're the Buccaneers. If football was. Played in fifty nine minutes and forty five seconds, we'd be two and zero. Nice, but well, unfortunately uh, we're zero three. So that's why they play the game. Well, you might you change know.
4: your luck. You just benched your quarterback. I heard. So is that right?
13: Yeah, today. Uh, today, Josh Freeman. I didn't hear that. Yeah, they benched him. Did you have to come here to find out what's <laughs> happening in Tampa. Well, well Chuck
2: just... is kind of in the know. He's a radio uh, producer for. Uh, the, the, uh, the New England Patriots, so he gets he gets a lot of the scoop. We thought we we we, we made
13: the Patriots look good on, on Sunday. <laughs> well,
2: You do that sometimes. We did not
13: bring our A game.
2: No, we did not bring Me, our B game. Neither did we. Don't worry. Well, <laughs>
13: we, we make everybody look good.
2: Eric Newman, what is your dream car? If you don't already own, it? and if you do, you could tell us. But what is your dream car?
13: My dream car. Well, I drive a Lexus. Nice. I love my my Lexus. I've uh, probably dream car would be a Bentley. Nice, But my second choice would be my Lexus. But a Bentley would be pr- pretty cool. I could nice. see a Bentley. I'm supposed Absolutely. to say DeLorean, though. No, you don't have not. to say DeLorean. But I don't think the whole. manufacturers are even eligible to get the DeLorean. so <laughs> You're certainly
2: not able to win. Myself, if I had a dream car, I would want a chopper designed and built by Disturbed Customs. That's my friend John. He owns Disturbed Customs. I would want a chopper built by him. That would be That's a motorcycle. my dream car. It's a motorcycle. Well, he could put two wheel extra wheels on it. I guess <laughs> I, I need training wheels. How about one of those James Bond cars? Oh yeah. Oh, Maybe. Austin yeah. Austin Bond. Yeah, if you
13: get the girl like James Bond does, then Now that, he's talking. That's that, worth it. That's right.
2: I got I got the girl. You should see my wife. <laughs> there uh, we go. What is the most you would ever spend on a cigar for celebration? It's not a trick question. It is it. There's hard no question. pressure. Okay. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have to show us your tax form. Twenty five dollars.
13: Let me tell you about cigars about right. price of cigars? There's a guy named Tampa's car manufacturer, Frank Genessa. Yep. He came up with uh Ho de Monterey from Villa Zone and Punch. And he had a partner named Tino Martinez, Tino Gonzalez. Tino Gonzalez was Tino Martinez, the Yankee first baseman's grandfather. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And big in their in Tampa, Tino Martinez from Tampa. And, and Frank Genessa had a philosophy that no cigar is worth more than $2. Told me that one day, the late Frank said No scars worth more than two dollars. I said, "That's right," but you know what? Tino's right there. His grandson, no baseball player is worth more than fifty thousand dollars a year, and your grandson makes five million dollars. It's the same difference. Right.
2: Absolutely. Point. Perception is everything.
13: That's we. That's
2: probably so. Probably so if so. you were if you were in Rome, as they say, and you were you were in a cigar shop, and there was you found out your grandson's being born or whatever, and there was a cigar there for a hundred dollars, I bet you'd buy it. But other than that, you're saying.
13: No, 25, $25. 25,
2: 25, <laughs> yeah, dollars. $25 is the max from Eric Newman. Thank you so much for coming on. I Pleasure. have so many people that get you. I would love yeah. to yeah. be, be you, on Eric. forever. Pleasure to
13: be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. for luck to your bucks. It- <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> They need all the help they can get, he says. We as well. All right. So uh, I needed to get Nick Perdomo over here. So what I'm going to yeah. do is uh, I'm going to call for Nelson Alfonso because he's sitting right over here. If we could have Nelson Alfonso to the Cigar Authority table. Nelson Alfonso to the Cigar Authority table. Here he comes. Also, Nick Perdomo, please report to the Cigar Authority table. Nick Perdomo. We're just lining them up, man. I'm trying to line them up. It's not hard Throw to do around, around here. Throw that for me, buddy. It's not hard to do around here. All right, so we have Nelson Alfonso, the mastermind behind the Bandolero cigar, which everyone is uh, going to be smoking tonight. Nelson Alfonso, your first appearance on the show. Yes, that's my first appearance. Thank you so excited. much for joining yeah. us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Now you have come out with Bandolero. This is your latest creation, distributed by United Cigar Retailers. Exactly. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bandolero? What you can tell us?
17: Well, Bandolero is uh, is a new cigar. Yeah. This uh, we made it in, in Costa Rica. Yeah. And the blend came from different places. Not and you're not rich. telling anyone what it is, I, no. which I think
2: is smart because so many people copy. Yeah. When they find out, oh, you use this tobacco, they try to copy and put it in their cigar. And this way, you can keep your ingredients a secret, and no one knows what it is. Exactly. I think that. And we leave it to their imagination. Yes, exactly.
17: I think the most important is the final result that we yes. don't not so important where the leaves came from. Of course, they have a very big value, but the result of the blend is... But in the end,
2: really, the value of where the leaves come from should only matter to the maker and not to the smoker because the smoker should be evaluating, is it a good cigar, is it a bad cigar, and that's it. Exactly, exactly. Then I I get my money's worth. (laughs)
17: Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Now, Bandolero, that's an interesting name, and I know you don't like to tell the whole story of, of everything that you do because a lot of stuff... You keep uh, you keep a secret for people's imagination, but what does Bandolero stand for?
17: Yes, well, Bandolero is is um, in its, uh, is like, is the people uh, from many years ago, more than one hundred fifty years ago. Uh, they try to trade like a bootlegger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, with the leaves, and bring it from some some places that it was forbidden to roll cigar. Yeah, and then them bring it out from that country that was forbidden cigar to a third country to to make a cigar with a good combination of prices and quality. Because in that date uh, we are talking about in the 70, 72. To 18, 1870, yeah, yeah. yes, uh, it was in many places forbidden because it was a, the Spanish monopoly. The crown yeah. forbidding the, the rolling the cigar in the in the Antilles in the Caribbean, so yeah. they were only allow to bring the leaves to Spain, to Sevilla factory, and then they they roll it and then they distribute it and then trade it from from Europe. So that is the, the birth of the bandolero. Yes. The, the people who bring out the leaves from the country that it was forbidden to roll the cigar and roll it in another country to have a combination of prices and... Terrific. Yeah. What was your first job in cigars? When you were... Well, my first job in cigar was uh, making advertising of... of, of so you were an cigar. advertisement agent. Yes, advertising, design.
2: If you did not work in the cigar world... What would you like your job to be? Something,
0: uh,
17: uh, evening, something about cigars. Bar, Maybe you cigar know, accessories. Maybe. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> in <just 10> minutes,
2: <laughs> do you, uh,
3: do you, you have a
2: dream car? <laughs> in
3: the front over here at that a vehicle time, to drive. Vehicle time, to drive. Vehicle be I beg your pardon?
2: Be do you have a car that you would, would all, you've always wanted to drive? Seats.
3: A car, a so car, yes. A vehicle? Yes, yes, yes.
17: Favorite car.
3: favorite Dream car. I, the most, most
17: comfortable. I don't, I don't care so much in the, in the brand He's of, of the car. This car is feeling good. Something Everyone that's comfortable. Yeah. Nice. Well, minutes. I've always wanted to drive Bigfoot 8, the big,
2: huge monster truck. I've always wanted to own that. So if I had a dream car, that's the one I would pick. <laughs> what is the most money that you would ever spend for one cigar to celebrate? Can you repeat the question? Sure, yeah. What is the most amount of money? that you would ever spend on a cigar, to buy a cigar?
17: Uh, I don't know. depends the, the cigar. It's it depends on the cigar? The yes. most
4: rarest, specialist
17: <laughs> yes, cigar ever. Yes. I don't know. If, if, if I have the cigar of Madrid, maybe it's over $100, but ah. I, I, I have not found it yet. Oh, you have not <laughs> found a cigar worth
2: $100? <laughs> well, Nelson, thank you so much for okay. coming on. I okay, appreciate thank it. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Nelson. Perfect. Nelson Alfonso from Bandolero Cigars. He also makes Atabay Cigars and Byron Cigars. Thank you. And I wanted Nick Perdomo yeah. to so be standing over here. Oh, now you got competition. Uh, now David's key
3: manufacturer and
2: each Oh, my goodness gracious.
3: paper at your place setting. That's where uh, we'd like you to stand. And,
2: and we need Nick Perdomo to report to the Cigar Authority table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought you were the only one with a microphone, huh? Oh, you got a microphone over there. <laughs> Nick Perdomo is on his way over. Nice. All right. Yes. Terrific. <laughs> awesome. This is best. Yeah. Did you, shoulda, did you see the look of Dave's face? He's like, what the heck? Yeah. I'm the one with the, the microphone get you get you around the here. Looking setting. sharp, buddy. Looking good. We'll, we'll pull you on next. You. You All right. So we've got Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. Good to see you, buddy. Once he gets his headset on, I'll flip the. flip that cup over. There we go. All right. Perfect. Perfect. It's not easy, Nick, being, uh, being green,
16: for starters. You guys do it right.
2: <laughs> Man, this has been a little bit tough flipping the, the knobs back and forth. Chuck and I taking turns. Getting manufacturers over here. You guys are all type A personalities. Like, oh, you're calling my name? I'm going to take my time. You were, I did. And I you were very timely. Thank you. You were very timely. I, I appreciate it. You're
16: tight with schedules.
2: <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you a couple questions that are a little off the beaten path, okay. if you don't mind. Okay. What was your first job
16: in cigars? The first job in cigars, I, uh, I started a cigar factory out of my garage. Awesome. Nice. Yep. That's making mountains move right that there. Moving
2: continents. Now, if, if you had failed, not that you take failure as an option, but if Perdomo
16: Cigars never existed, what would be the line of work that you would have Just gone into in had you not done cigars? I would have been an air traffic controller, and I would have been celebrating probably my 30th year. Wow. Really? I've been doing it since I was 18 years old. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how I got into the cigar business. Now, wow. it
2: takes an immense amount of concentration to be an air traffic controller, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Which you are a man with immense amount of concentration, Sometimes. if I do say so myself. Sometimes. You're very Sometimes. focused. Very I am focused. focused. I am focused. Uh, what is your dream car? Uh,
16: and don't
2: say DeLorean and try sucking
16: up. Dave can't hear you. My dream car was a Corvette ZR1 and I drive one so I'm I'm blessed. You're the only person that Hit I've asked bell. this question Hit the to. Bell. Yep. Yes.
2: To have said they they own their dream car. Yes. And uh, what is the most you'd ever spend on a
16: cigar for a celebration? Oh, I would say uh a nice edición Silvio 30 bucks. I would I would spend 30 bucks. Yeah.
2: Nice, yeah. wow! Yeah, and you're also the only person to plug his own cigar in that question. You are, you are the man. On but fire. I do, but I
16: do like Nicaraguan cigars too. You know, so fair enough. But I will tell you, and in, in, in I just came back from Germany last night, and I had to. Suffer through these Cuban cigars, these poor guys have to smoke over there that don't draw or burn. That's really and that un- for and, and, you, of
2: all people, Will you draw test every uh, single cigar. Uh, really, seriously, that had to have been a nightmare. The quality is just unbelievable. Oh, my bad. goodness, yeah, it
16: really is unbelievable. Yeah. Well,
2: Nick Perdomo, thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. John. I really good appreciate you coming on and for rushing. Thank Russian, you, my friend. Good thank good you. To see you. Great all stuff. right, good I answers. Think, I think we have just enough time to pull John Hart over. If uh,
4: did you see his suit, man? This guy, yeah. I'm telling you, man. He is setting you know trends. What? He's uh, right here. Well, no, I don't know where he went now. I just saw him over there. Uh, dee, dee, dee. You want me to do debonair while you try to find him?
2: Yes. I almost forgot. Yeah, let's do that <laughs>
4: <instead>. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> let me uh, let me be prepared, and we're going to go right to the gentleman's way. Brought to you by Debonair okay, Cigars and Rum. Just a
1: few minutes away. We're <laughs> opening the door in about three minutes. Gentlemen. Grab the seats, please. I'm a gentleman. Uh, i
9: Need a gentleman?
4: And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be Ever be subtracted from one's life, Dave? I'm, I'm glad yes. you joined us. So the question: There's been a couple questions of the day, and one of which Mr. Jonathan has asked, and we're going to we're going to ask you right now. Uh, did you ask him ra- earlier? I did. Actually? I asked him all the questions. So, so, what, what is the most you would spend for on a cigar for a celebration? And you answered the question. Interesting answer. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Um, we had a low of twenty-five dollars. Someone would not exceed that. Fifty dollars. Hundred. All of the gamut gentleman's way here's the point price is only an issue in the absence of value yes There we go so if you think about it if there's this world now mr jonathan was handed a very uh rare limited prestigious cigar
2: i believe he said it was pre-embargo cuban someone handed me a customer correct yes
4: yeah priceless that's right i'm smoking it tonight Priceless. But the gentleman's way, I'm here to remind our listeners when you're being gentlemanly and you're looking at price, price is never, ever an issue in the absence of value. Just like time spent smoking a debonair could never, ever be subtracted from one's life. Question is, are you debonair enough?
2: I am. I am. I am. And thank you for (laughs) not talking during the commercial. How did the show go? (laughs) So far so good. Okay, it's just just wrapping up. Just a couple of minutes
3: away, the door right over here. You're gonna see four hundred people barrel through here. What I wanna do
2: is I wanna go through because we put together this sports almanac here. Oh yeah. And there's all the cigars of the future. So I'm just gonna read through them real quick. (laughs) So for Rocky Patel, it's the RP Vintage twenty twenty. Good, I'm gonna take I'm gonna excuse myself. Yeah, you go ahead and do your thing. Uh, two Guys Smoke Shop in 2025 gives away to one lucky customer <laughs> Folks, their very own two, two Guys Smoke, guys smoke Shop. shop. Right please, uh, please. Perdomo Cigars featuring sit. the Nicholas sit. Trey Triple Sun Grown Wrapper. This is for 2025. Nice. Uh, we have the Hammer and Sickle featuring. The uh, it's the brick and mortar release. It holds five and cigars and, 20 20 and it weighs in at 812 up. pounds. Because you know Hammer and Sickle's <laughs> the heavy packaging. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> going to be delivered by a uh, freight truck.
3: Recluse Gilman
2: features the Itsy Bitsy still oh, deadly off. at 3 by perfect. 33. Yes, yes.
3: We have Take the...
2: Psycho 7 Please features the new and hot 8th Sin. This is brilliant, the man. Car. They might have to take advantage of some of
4: these ideas. This one's great right here. The wait, Asylum wait,
2: wait, wait, now time. featuring the Ball Gagger. It's a 10 by 100 They <laughs> went against David's right. decree. They did the 100. Uh, Davidoff featuring the Davidoff Cuban re-release because there's, uh, there, was, there were Cuban Davidoffs way back in the day. Yeah. Were there Really? No, they were. Yeah, that's, that's right. originally where they were made. Uh, so CYB, try the new CYB JDN <laughs> 2025. Nothing comes close Bradley to Bradley this. Uh, CLE, now featuring the CLE plus <laughs> plus minus plus plus times two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, flipping through, we've got Alec Bradley now featuring Alec versus Bradley, well, can the can showdown. You, Brad- the showdown, brilliant. Bandolero is the posse, the strength, the body, and the flavor of five Bandoleros in one. Nice. The Florida Minicana presents the Digger Chisel, also known as the Dizzle. Dizzle. I like that. Uh, Padron Cigars featuring Padron 99, the 99 years in the making. E.P. Carrillo is the E.P. 3PO, the Star Wars edition. (laughs) Uh, Diamond Crown featuring the Diamond Crown DDP, which is the initials of all of the kids the second generation of eric and bobby their next i like it their next generation so uh if you get a chance i'm sure that this is going to be in in stops but you guys smoke shop available with purchase of any of the cigar companies that here uh, that, uh, that uh that supported the event we're getting just moments away from opening the doors they, they just gave the signal so i'm backing away you guys can see right there through the monitor there are 400 cigar smokers yeah. about to come through that door. It's out of control. The band is about to go so loud. Uh-oh. So what I'm going to do, Chuck, I'm going to turn my mic down. And, oh, I think uh, we should leave it up. Get the, uh, get the ambience, man. Well, I figure they can they can listen through yours. I have the oh. place I have to be. Oh, I hear you So now. I'm going to go do my thing. You guys have been great. You have been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your priceless cigar, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Great job, Mr. Jonathan.
4: All right, we're going to roll here because we still have about three minutes left in the show. And uh, let's just let the mayhem roll. Let's try to get some ambient noise here. I'm going to turn up their mics, do a little live engineering, just so you can hear this. Hear the mayhem. Live here at the Two Guys Smoke Shop 28th anniversary party. Look at this. Here they come. Here they come. They're all rushing in to get their best seats, looking around at the different manufacturers. Each manufacturer has their own table. So they're uh, they're kind of scout out here where they want to sit, who they want to rub elbows with, who they want to talk shop with. I mean, this is an enormous opportunity. If you're a cigar aficionado, if you're a cigar enthusiast, if you're a cigar fan, this is where you want to be, man, more man. So uh, we're going to let it roll here again for Mr. Jonathan Chuck Morrison here, Dave Baravolo. Thank you. You've been tuning in to the Cigar Authority right here on the Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: Hi, I'm Rocky Patel. After 15 years of hard work, I'd like to introduce you to the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. This cigar showcases a beautiful, oily Habano wrapper from Ecuador. Fillers from Esteli, Jalapa, and Condega make up a rich, complex, spicy taste with a lot of full flavor. The Decade, another one of our masterpieces, made in Honduras, Beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with secret fillers. It received a 95 rating, one of the highest rated cigars ever in Cigar Aficionado. This medium to full body cigar is rich, complex, yet elegant and well balanced. Fifteen years ago, they thought we'd never make it in the business. Ten years ago, they thought we'd never last. Five years ago, they started paying attention. Now, we're right where we belong, in your hand. So enjoy the fifteenth anniversary and the decade truly masterpiece. Two
9: guys rock.
8: Two guys rock. With a billion choices, Hi, this is Pat Hootley Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since nineteen eighty five when they first opened up. Two guys smoke shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stoby Heaven.
9: choices.